hosted by Bobby Enright. Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Reach Your Peak Podcast with your host Bobby Enright. On today's show, um, we're going to speak about my prep um, and this is something I'm going to cover over the course of prep, um, which will be running into the, the kind of September shows. So the 2022 season has kicked off. Um, we're now into June at this stage. So a lot of shows have been going on since early in the year. Um, and for me, it was an off season um, right up until about three weeks ago. So um, now I'm in my third week of prep. So I suppose before we discuss the prep, I suppose we have to look at why I decided to go again. Um, so off the back of a very successful year in 2021 where um i had an 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 unbelievable result in in every show i competed in one of my categories um took gold in each of the shows so absolutely fantastic and i decided at that stage to retire from competitive uh, physique sports um and and i suppose my thought process around that was that i had i had achieved the goal that i set out uh, years ago to win the national natural bodybuilding federation win that title in my category and i it took 5 years to do that um from coming from placing really high to placing in the top 4 in the top 3 and placing um finally in a in the top position to win win the win the category. So I achieved my goal. I went on to, to compete in two two more shows with that, uh the two bros uh in naturals in the UK, which I took uh first place as well and was an absolutely fantastic um experience and result, unexpected. And then took in the pure elite took gold there as well. So I had a fantastic season, capped it off and decided in my own head that was it, that was time to hang up the gloves. The, the the what swayed me to come back um for one last go is number one the competitive competitiveness inside me i love to compete um i really do love to compete I, I, and the nbfi the natural body building federation of ireland has the open category for men's physique which means any age group is in there um and it, it's getting diff- more difficult and more difficult i mean i'm now 41 years of age um I am not getting any younger. The process of getting leaner and trying to keep as much muscle tissue on my frame as possible is is going is getting harder. So realistically, I always wanted to compete in masters with the MBFI because of the fact that it would be a level playing field with, with, with other competitors and you're not going to be competing against 19-year-olds, up-and-coming 19-year-olds. And I must say there was some fantastic physiques last year and I could see in another year or two they would be the guys taking the wins at the shows. It was just my time last year. Um, so I was um, just talking to one of the guys in the MBFI and they mentioned that the possibility of bringing Masters Division in 2022 and that was finally confirmed. Um, and the problem was it, it put the bug in me again to do it. Um, I, I was looking, I analysed how my off-season was going, where my body composition was, strength was, and just from competing in 2021, post-competition, I I did a few events. I ran a half marathon. I did um, just literally just, just training and, and literally get my calories back up and slowly build my calories up to about 42, 4,300 calories, so 4,300 calories. And then just ran through the Christmas period where I enjoyed, I trained hard through Christmas, um, just enjoyed my training, wasn't under any pressure of dieting or anything like that. Didn't run into the 2022 um, and then kind of made a decision around January, February. You know, I was still competing in a couple of events. I ran a couple of more half marathons since since that time. So January, February, March was kind of around running and just enjoying that and getting into some, I suppose, really kind of a, 
big events, uh, you know, group events, because bodybuilding is a very individual sport. Um, the running and stuff like that is something I enjoy. I enjoy the kind of aspect of having a lot of people doing it, friends and running together and all this kind of stuff. And there's a bit of camaraderie in the in the gym as well. So it was nice. And that, that was something I really enjoyed. But there was the bug was there. Um, I, I really wanted in my own head. I was happy that I was retired from it. I had told a lot of people I was retired from it, but I'd still struggle mentally with the idea of stepping away from it. And could I go one more time? And I know everybody will say that always with competitive sport. I struggled a lot with Taekwondo when I gave it up and retired from fighting. That fighting was everything for me for 10 years and even more. Um, if I, I mean, my career in, in, in combat sports and Taekwondo and competing internationally was, 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 was kind of the span of over realistically 20 years. Um, and it was a very difficult thing to, to step away from. I was, I did a lot of downhill mountain biking as well and did competed in that and did my running and bits and pieces, but the Taekwondo and martial arts was my main focus. Always. I was a, a national level athlete, international athlete for Ireland and competing at a very, very high level, um, for years and years and years. And it's very difficult to step away from that. And that's where kind of the bodybuilding realm came in because of the, I suppose it's the discipline of it. And the, I was always a person that was in a, in a weight control sport anyway and now this was more down to body composition keeping very very lean and, and and obviously very very as much muscle tissue as possible where when I was fighting that wasn't ever the goal it was just speed and just making weight and making sure you're keeping injury free and just being as powerful as you can at a certain weight so obviously as I aged the weight goes up in terms of just just general body weight I went from uh, competing at 80 kilos to kind of sitting at around 86 7 8 and now up at before I started this uh, prep at 92 kilos. So the the kind of thing that pushed me into this year, and, and I know I spoke to a lot of people last year and say, look, this is it. I'm going to go out on a high and I've reached the pinnacle of what I, I can do in the sport. And is there anything left? But when I heard that the Masters was coming into the MBFI, I, it just gave me that little bit of a, a fire inside to go one more time. Um, and basically what my goal is and, and, and is and of this season and the com competitive season is basically to win the Masters Nationals. So then I can walk away from the sport winning the Open medal and then the Masters medal. Um, and that's my goal. That's the out and out goal. And it's a clear vision I have. I'm competing in a couple of shows and we'll get into that in a second as well, just around the MBFI show. But that was what really brought me back. Um and could I do this one more time? Um, the very, very difficult decision is around the people that you love and the people around you very, very close, like my wife, making that decision and just kind of having a little chat about, look, we have to, can, is it possible to go through this prep again, especially around the summertime um, where it can be, you know, there's a lot of people going on holidays and a lot of stuff happening in the local area, festivals and bits and pieces. And I mean, I'm never one massively for drinking, but, you know, I've been able to socialize. I really enjoy eating out and I know that, going into another prep in a summertime can be very, very difficult. So the decision was made, head was put down and said, right, decision is going to be made to start prep at the end of May, middle middle to the end of May. And the main goal was to get my strength at its optimal level, get weight up to a, a place where we I, I knew that it, I was in a good place. Previous prep, when I started it last year, I was at 94 kilos, just over 94 kilos. This prep starting was 92, 92.3. So about a two kilo difference but the difference here was the physique looked better at 92 kilos I was a lot leaner um, and also the fact that I was a lot stronger and I felt that I had put on some good quality muscle tissue over that period of time since stepping off stage and, and, and now starting prep so the prep started in the end of May 
uh, with a focus of, okay, we're at 4,300 calories. Um, we're going to first take a, a decrease in calories. So the initial set point would have been um, 3,400 calories on training day and 3,000 calories on non-training day. So the deficit was was aggressive from the start. Not insanely aggressive, but still coming off of 4,200, 4,300 calories all the way down to 3,400 calories to 3,000 calories in non-training day is a big drop for me. So initially, there was no need to add any cardio in, so no cardio at all. Main goal is just take that deficit first, knock off inflammation, and knock off the first couple of kilos. Um, and that brings us to the third week of prep now, and I'm 3.5 kilos down from that 92, so around 88.5, 88.6 mark this morning um no cardio whatsoever just normal step count for for me is quite high anyway so it's just normal step count and i do my sunday run which i really enjoy and i didn't want to give that up so i keep that in my prep i did it last time it's just it's, it's a very slow paced run it's just once a week on a sunday i'd run about eight to nine k but nothing that I, it's too taxing no times no interest in none of that kind of stuff which i had been doing previously before i was in prep so the initial drop has elicited a 3.5 to 3.4 kilo drop in weight. Body composition is, is coming along really nicely. Um, I am sitting at about 12 to 13% body fat at the moment um, and with the aim to get down into the single digits and well down into single digits. So as the prep goes now, and, and I mean, the, the initial phase is all about just getting inflammation down, knocking off a little bit of body fat and just getting the ball rolling, getting the body accustomed uh, to it and then as i say we will we, we will adjust as we go um monitoring weekly we're now on the uh the 5th of june and i compete on the 10th of september so realistically there is about uh 12 13 weeks of prep here um where i will be pushing as hard as i possibly can to be ready for the first show of the year which is the european championships um in pure elite uh, association it's the european championships i'm going to compete as a professional in that because i have a pro card in pure elite and it's my first time competing in a pro level so i will i'm going to give that a shot master's division phys men's physique um in the helix in dublin on the 10th of september then i'm going to transition the following weekend and i'm going to go to the wnbf and the world natural bodybuilding federation are holding a show in wexford and that's an, and one I've never competed in before. It's an open class, so it's not Masters. Um, so I will be competing in that on September 15th in Wexford. And then I will be transitioning and getting ready for the big one, which is going to be the MBFI in Cork on the 25th of September. From the MBFI, depending on result and happy result, we will push on to the two bros naturals on the 8th of October in um, Maidenhead in the UK just outside London and that will be four shows back to back and then from there that will be potentially the end of prep for me or the end of the season for me completely or maybe potentially moving towards the British finals in December but again that's a decision that I will have to make closer to the time and it's a decision that's going to be quite difficult to make as well because that would entail me staying in 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 prep mode right through october november and uh for another probably what are we saying about six to eight eight weeks um which is difficult it is difficult after having such a long um prep starting in the end of may so that's the kind of plan um feelings at the moment on prep are 
pretty good um during the week as i always have said in prep that it's been it's fine i'm really busy at work um extremely busy studying and clients and online work and just running the gym has been fantastic the gym is 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 thriving at the moment and the, the i suppose during the week is fine the weekends i've pretty nailed down in terms of what i do i have a routine um i haven't ha- implemented any fasting yet on a, on, on a weekend I, I i implement that when my calories drop a little bit more where i push my first meal out until the middle of the day but at the moment i'm just eating three kind of square meals a day and um a snack in the evening and that's kind of where i'm running my meal timing at the moment calories at the moment if we look at macro splits 225 protein which i have been taking on in um in in the off season uh training day fats i run at 60 and non-training day fats at 100 the reason for that is i like to eat a little bit more fat on non-training day the requirement for carbohydrates on non-training day isn't as high so that we can potentially pull a little bit of carbs back there so training day carbohydrates is 450 at non-training day carbohydrates is 300 and you see the adjustment there from 60 fat training day to 100 fat non-training day. Fiber is always going to run at about 25 to 30 grams. And then uh, fluid intake is about four to five liters. I take on between four and five liters a day, normally five. I normally hit five every single day. Um, so that's the run of macros, calories at the moment. No cardio whatsoever, Monday to Saturday. And then on Sunday, just at that run. But that's about it. Steps at the moment for me, my average steps, if I averaged out over the week, is about 17,000. 18,000. That's kind of an average step count um, after a week's um, work. So that's kind of way prep is at the moment. Feeling wise, good. Um, it is a difficult process. There's, there's a lot of stuff happening, you know, with the gym being busy and that's all fine. And it's just it's just getting used to the process of just that, that little bit of restriction around foods and, you know, that feeling of sometimes you want some food, but you really don't. Um, managing sleep as best as possible and just getting into that mode of prep. This This kind of starting period of prep is always nice because... You see changes quite quickly in terms of the body composition starts to improve a little bit. Weight starts to come down. You start to feel less bloated. You have less food coming in. Um, and I wouldn't even say less bloated. As that's, and I, I wouldn't get that way ever. But just you feel a little bit more um, lighter and a bit more fluid in your movement. And training in the gym has been going really, really, really well as well. So this initial phase in prep is always kind of honeymoon period, that first four to six weeks. And then obviously it just gets a little bit tough as we move into that kind of middle stage of prep and then we've got the back end of prep where we have to kind of really drop the hammer and then the physique should be there at that stage to plan um prep wise now is to be ready condition wise within touching distance by the middle of august and that allows then a period of three to four weeks before the first show to start running refeeds and that's going to be crucial because that's a, that is really really helpful both mentally and physically uh, when you come to that latter end of, of prep. But again, you have to be in shape to do that. And that's the plan at the moment to get there. Introduction of cardio is going to probably happen in the next two weeks. Um, starting off with, I don't know exactly yet what I'll do. Maybe two 20-minute sessions on the stepper. Start that and just build from there slowly into the into the prep. Um, Training-wise, the split at the moment is um, very, very straightforward. So basically, the way I train is I do a push session on a, on a Monday. And basically, I would do a pull session on a Tuesday. And then I would go legs on a Wednesday. And uh, the next day would be um, another push, push session. And then finishing the week off with a pull session. So my first 
push session as such will focus on chest and arms. My second session of the week is just focused on back. So it's all back. It's a pull full back posterior chain workout. Then my third session of the week is a lower body session, which is legs. And that's just going to really, really drive as much um, blood flow, as much tension through the quads, hamstrings, glutes. And then my push session will focus my second one of the week. So the heavier stuff is done Monday to Wednesday. And then the latter end of the week, the tail end of the week, Thursday, Friday is the lighter, not most neurally demanding stuff. Delts and triceps focus with um, the uh, the last session for, for, for pull will focus on back again and focus on biceps. So these are all areas. And the reason that I break it down that way and the reason that the, 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 the program is broken down that way is purely to support the requirements for a men's physique athlete. And that's going to be delts. That's going to be chest both upper and lower chest it's going to be lats focused it's going to be midsection that tightness around the midsection abs and again having that overall look that 3d kind of look up top again the requirement for legs isn't in men's physique because they're covered but we still train them once a week get minimum effective volume at the moment so the, the focus with the volume and the amount it's dispersed across the program is minimal effective meaning this is kind of minimal minimal amount i can do to elicit a result and then what I can do from starting at a minimum effective volume I can move it then along and increase my volume slowly up to a maximum effective volume so your minimum volume basically means that okay the minimum amount of volume you need for that particular muscle group to elicit growth and then we can push that volume as we go through prep but again you have to understand that in prep your calories are lower you're in a deficit so pushing volume too hard at the start is going to be something that you could run into problems later on in terms of recovery so again it's watching that recovery aspect every session is monitored every session is is logged and then recovery is also logged i'm watching heart rate i'm watching hrv scores i'm watching body temperature respiratory rates and then checking blood pressure on a daily basis and again by doing all that you're able to paint a picture of what's happening within the body uh, i know it's very subjective as well but again how you feel and generally how the sessions are going and are you progressing them because at the end of the day that's what we need to do we train hard and prep yes it's a time you're dieting and you're in a deficit but the sessions don't drop off the intensity um the focus and drive in the sessions should never drop off and that should be pushed right through to the very last session you do in your prep because we have an opportunity to grow and prep we just need to change our mindset around we're in deficit we're getting weak or we're getting smaller that's not the, the goal the goal is to have your mindset towards okay I'm, i can i have a potential here to, to gain lean tissue i have a potential to push my training i have a potential to have the best physique of my life here and that's just a case of putting your head down and really focusing on day-to-day -day tasks and again with prep and i always say this to everybody that is, wants to try prep or try a photo shoot or whatever it's a day-by-day -day process every day just look at what you have to do tick the boxes and move forward to the next day that's literally it don't look forward too much don't be thinking about okay what, what am i doing next week it's literally what are you doing on a daily basis and what tasks you have to complete to basically finish out your day and say right i'm happy with what i've done today i've progressed my physique i've progressed my training i've, I've looked after my, my nutrition and that's really important now when we speak about nutrition we know the calories that i'm on um nutritionally wise it's fairly straightforward um, the, the lean proteins are coming from the likes of chicken and turkey uh white fish the um more fattier cuts of meat are coming from a little bit of salmon a little bit a little bit of red meat once a week and then the rest of my fats will come from eggs 
a bit of olive oil um, and basically a bit maybe a bit of peanut butter that's kind of where my fats are coming from and alongside the fats coming from the oily fish and red meat then the likes of proteins as I say is coming from eggs it's coming from white meat white fish red meat um, and salmon and then uh, a little bit of whey protein isolate which will be in my post-workout meal um, carbohydrate sources are very very simple they're coming from rice uh, potatoes and oats would be the main sources and some whole grain breads at times um, when I'm having eggs at the weekend um, or maybe having a snack in the mid-afternoon that's kind of where my carbohydrate sources are coming from again you're looking at whole grain you're looking at fiber you're looking at a nutrient dense rich foods that are going to give me the essential nutrients and minerals that I need especially when the body's in a deficit it's even more important so again looking at your vegetable intake fruit intake mixing that around that's really important that's why I would always be um thinking about all the time in terms of food quality coming in and um, because I'm, I'm a big advocate of what goes in you get out so if you put in good fuel you get out good performance um and it's it's like it, you have to look at the food you're consuming and what's the makeup of them and especially in prep um i'm a believer in there is no room for if it fits your macros if it fits in squeezing in these foods I know it's a very disciplined thing and it can be very difficult for people and it's nice to have a little bit of sweeteners and bits and pieces stuck in. But at the end of the day, it goes down to how much you want it and what way you want to look at the end of it. And the cleaner the food, the better the digestion and assimilation of these foods and nutrients and get partitioned better. You feel better, you perform better, you sleep better, everything is better. So fueling and focusing on food quality is a priority always when I prep and I would I advise anybody that's getting into prep to really think about that but other than that that's kind of the prep so far nothing major to talk about in terms of emotions or anything like that because it's it's at that honeymoon period of kind of first four to six weeks but again as we move through this process and i go to our next episode about talking about prep things are going to get a little bit tougher um the the the, the body fat is going to come down even more calories are going to come down expenditure is going to go up so things are going to be getting more difficult as we go but we know what's ahead of us I've done this many times and anybody who has has never done this journey there is parts of it that are going to be very very difficult and going to challenge you on all aspects but again it's down to focus it's down to determination and your will inside you to get a result here and look your very very best and you just have to remind yourself about that that every single day and just on the decision making process i would advise everybody in prep that when you you come to a point where you're, you're about to break just take that three second rule take a breath think about it for three seconds before you make any decision and that can really help you in terms of just making the, the right decision at that particular time so again guys hopefully that was um informative hopefully it gives you an insight into what i'm doing in my prep and how i've started it and where i'm thinking at the moment i will update everybody as we go through this process there'll be a good few podcasts on this because it's it's a long process but um i'll be documenting the 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 run into the shows uh right up um and really talking about how it's feeling and then running a couple of podcasts during during in between the shows as well so i can talk about that like last year and just give you an insight into how i'm feeling between shows how the show was and how performance was and how happy i am at that particular time and again guys any questions on prep anything you would like to know about prep and your prep or any questions you have please reach out to me and again we are i am available for coaching so don't be afraid to reach out on social media platforms coach um at coach.bobbyinwright you'll catch me on that and i will be more than happy to run a consultation and we can talk through to see where you are in your journey and what your goals are for 2022 and if i can help you in any way in your preparation and again guys thanks a million for listening um have a fantastic week and let's uh get out get fit stay healthy 
and enjoy every moment. And again, thanks a million for listening to another episode of Reach Your Big Podcast with your host, Bobby Enright.